0: Hello and welcome to the Jargon Buster series. This is your host, Kitanjali Devakar. In the previous episode, our research analyst, Satya Santanam, had given us a lowdown on the taxability of income from salary. This week, she tells us more about house rent property and how the taxes are calculated. Hi, Satya. So, in the previous episode, we had discussed income from salary and its taxability. How about we discuss the taxability of income from house property?
1: Hi, Gitanjali. Yeah, sure, we can discuss. But note that the rules we discuss in this podcast pertains only to uh, financial year 20. That is for the period April 1, 2019 to March 31, 2020. Noted. If the taxpayer owns a property, there are various rules she needs to be aware of regarding the self-occupied property and one that is let out. If you reside in your own house, it is called a self-occupied property. But when you rent it out, it's called a let-out property. Any income earned in the form of rent or lease from the house property is charged to tax under the head income from house property. On the other hand, if the taxpayer resides in her own house, which is a self-occupied property, then she doesn't have to pay any taxes. But there's something you need to remember. As self-occupied properties are not taxed, the Income Tax Act caps the number of houses that can be shown as self-occupied. An individual for FY20 can report two self-occupied properties, that is a third and more than three houses, even if not let out and retained for personal use, cannot be considered as self-occupied property and taxes are to be paid on the notional rent. Okay, how is the rental income taxed? There is a process to determine income from house property. It starts with gross annual rent value from which municipal taxes, standard deduction, and interest paid on borrowed home loan will be deducted to arrive at income from house property. Gross annual value is defined as the higher of the actual rent and expected rent for the year. Here, expected rent is municipal value or fair rent of the property, whichever is higher. Municipal value is the value assigned by the local authority. whereas a fair rent is an estimate arrived at on the basis of rents of similar properties in the same or similar locality. Could you give us an example, please? Okay. Say the actual rent received for the house property fully occupied throughout the year is 60,000 rupees. For the same property, the municipal value of the rent is 50,000 rupees And the fair rent as per the market prices is 70,000 rupees. Thus here, the expected rent, which is higher of municipal value and fair rent is 70,000 rupees, right? That is correct. So the gross annual value here will be higher of actual rent of 60,000 rupees and expected rent of 70,000 rupees. So gross annual value is 70,000 rupees. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, now once the gross annual value is determined, any municipal taxes paid during the year for the house property can be deducted. That gives you a net annual value. There is also a standard deduction. Is that correct? Yes, thirty percent of the net annual value arrived at after deducting municipal taxes from gross annual value is allowed as standard deduction. This is available only if the property is let out during the financial year.
0: All right. With regards to deductions, can you tell us how much we can claim as
1: interest on home loan? In addition to the standard deduction of 30%, as we just discussed, the interest payable on that borrowed capital is allowed for deduction from the annual value while calculating income from house property. If you let out your property, there's no limit on claiming deduction of interest payable on the borrowed capital. But if it is a self-occupied property, the maximum interest that you can claim as deduction is two lakh rupees. The condition here for the self-occupied property is the acquisition or the construction of house property with a borrowed capital should have been completed within five years from the end of the year in which the loan was taken. If not completed within five years, then interest deduction eligibility is limited to 30,000 rupees. Once the standard deduction and interest is deducted, we arrive at income from house property. Right. Okay. Satya, I also
0: remember that there's a deduction available on the repayment of loan principal. Is that correct?
1: Yes, absolutely. It is there. Repayment of principal portion of loan taken for purchase or construction of a house is allowed as deduction under Section 80C of the Income Tax Act up to one, 1,50,000 rupees a year. ATC deductions are available against gross total income that includes income from all sources, salary, house property, business income, other income, etc. It doesn't come into picture while calculating the income from the house property.
0: I understand. Now, can there be instances of loss under income
1: from house property? Good question. Yes, it can be negative in two cases. One, due to the interest charge in case of self-occupied property. Two, if the interest charge is higher than the net annual value in the case of rent-out property. The loss from house property could be set off against income from any other heads, but only to an extent of 2 lakh rupees. The balance can be carried forward for eight assessment years. The carry forward loss is to be adjusted only against income from house property. Great. That makes perfect sense. Uh, Gitanjali, one more thing. There are some conditions if the rent out property is vacant for some time or when the rent is not received or unrealized from the tenant. One can check those details on the income tax website.
0: That would be great, Satya. We will do that. That's it for this podcast. Tune in next week for another episode of Jargon Busters. Until then, do follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and our website, www.thehindubusinessline.com.